Hi everyone and welcome to yet another episode of the Irish Knicks Fan Podcast. Uh, you're getting spoiled this week because <laughs> this is my third time recording a podcast in three days and as you know on this show we talk about beer, basketball and business and not necessarily in that order. So let's get right into it. On this episode I want to talk about the incredible performance that we had against the Boston Celtics last night. Uh, we did lose but there is such a thing as a moral victory because our guys, uh, RJ, Randall and Brunson really came to play, all scoring over 20 points. Uh, I also wanted to give a little bit of a craft beer corner update because uh, I actually forgot to mention something in the last episode. And then I just wanted to close out the podcast with kind of the importance of carving out your niche, being authentic to who you are and uh, not having to apologize for it. So get ready. <laughs> so let's kick things off. Uh, as I said, um, this honestly was one of the most incredible performances that we've had as a team to date. Um, we did lose, but it did take the Boston Celtics to have the single greatest three-point shooting performance in franchise history uh, to beat us. Uh, so that speaks for itself. Uh, Randall, from the very, very beginning, looked in rhythm and ready to play. Uh, finished with 29 points. RJ finally had a four-quarter performance. I knew he had it in him, and he finished with 27 and really kind of put the fear of God into his defender anytime he touched the ball. And Jalen Brunson, as per usual, came up with big, big baskets at the big moments of the game, keeping right up there with a team that just came off an NBA Finals performance. Our guys off the bench had a very solid uh, contribution as well. Obi had seven points and six rebounds, but honestly, <laughs> it felt like a lot more. Derek Rose uh, scored 10 points in 14 minutes, and we had some very good uh, defensive contributions from Quick and Evan Fournier, um, as well as um, what seemed like a lot of playing time for Jericho Jumpman Sims, but as the box score says, it's only three minutes. It felt like a lot more and that he did a lot in that time, even if the stats don't show it. Um, Isaiah Hartenstein, or Hartenstein, as he's uh, corrected multiple reporters at this point, uh, had another great performance. He's a bit of an unsung hero type for us this year so far uh, in, you know, in 38 minutes of action on a double-double, po 10 points and 14 rebounds. Uh, I mean, we can't ask for much more uh, from him, considering that Mitch, our beloved Mitchell Robinson, as mentioned in earlier episodes, the most unlucky man in NBA history, uh, managed to step on somebody's foot and actually injure his knee somehow and was out for tonight's game, or last night's game. So Hartenstein uh, picked up uh, the slack and... Uh, contributed in a number of very important ways. So uh, watching this game last night uh, kind of reminded me of that old adage of we either rise or fall to the level of our competition because it's hard to believe that this is the same team that almost let a bunch of bums and backup players for the Sixers beat us uh, the, the night before. <laughs> to going up against an elite team in the Eastern Conference like the Boston Celtics and looking just as good and go, going blow for blow with them for the entire game. And somebody in the inner, inner circle that was also watching this game may have jinxed it a little bit because they said, oh, that's strange. Haven't seen much from Jason Tatum tonight. 
<laughs> and then in the second half, he proved why he, why he is, in my opinion, a dark horse candidate for, oh, apologies uh, for the slack interruption. Uh, <laughs> um, he proved that he was a dark horse, that in my opinion, he will be a dark horse candidate for uh, MVP this season. Had some big time shots. Uh, one in particular was like a deep three that kind of, shifted the momentum back towards the Celtics towards the end of the um, third quarter, or no, fourth quarter, I think. Uh, so, yeah, to watch, um, you know, the two teams really go at it. The crowd was absolutely insane. Uh, and it was one of those games that was so much fun to watch that the whole time I was just thinking, of, like, how badly I would have wanted to be there. And um, for all of you Knicks fans listening, uh, we know that our guys were always going to get up for a game against the Celtics. It's probably our one true, true, um, you know, like rivalry, I guess you would say. <laughs> the Celtics fans would make the argument that it's not really a rivalry because of their number of championships, but meh, I think so. I think there's something about every time we play the Celtics that, brings the best out of our guys and tonight was no different and honestly to watch Randall come out so early on in such good rhythm and like again just being this like absolute dominant force like a like a force of nature within himself on the court and as I as I said in the last episode uh every time he touched the ball the, (laughs) the defender was like shit I'm about to get the absolute shit kicked out of me (laughs) he's just so big and strong and like i think you know zion we talk about him as being this freakish physical specimen that he like you know that that he's just so much stronger than anybody in the league i mean i would honestly put julius up against uh zion that is a one-on-one matchup that i cannot wait to see when we play the pelicans soon enough um in the next week or two um like watching this game just really hammered home my conspiracy theory that we are in fact just as good as any of the other elite teams in the east um but we just have to find a way to bring this performance out of our guys more consistently uh, there was an adjustment by the coaching staff that was very clear they were playing more of a playoff rotation just kind of giving their best guys, our three best guys, plus a couple of others like Hartenstein, et cetera, um, like giving them a lot more minutes and basically saying, look, we're going to play like a seven, eight man rotation and, um, you know, you're going to have to leave it all out on the floor. Um, I don't know why we haven't really been using that strategy to date. Maybe it's, you know, a bit of load management. Maybe it's about trying to keep everybody fresh for as long as possible, but like, in the like as I mentioned in the previous episode or previous couple of episodes, and um, this is the moment. This is where we can kind of get some wins on the board, like kind of uh, I guess stack up some wins while other teams are still struggling to kind of find their feet. And uh, I mean, I know we've talked about this a lot recently, but this the Warriors are looking rough, and like Brooklyn did have a big win last night with KD looking like the god of basketball and um, but have obviously had their struggles to start the season like there's if you looked at the standards the standings for the east and west it's very very surprising right now so 
this is the time to um to show up to play our hearts out and to get some wins on the board so that when we get to the halfway point of the season people will finally look at the record and say oh shit maybe something's going on in new york um so yeah i mean <laughs> this really was like watching a prize fight and the celtics would go out by would go up by 8 12 even 14 points the knicks would come back bring it back to level or almost level we took the lead um early in the third quarter after basically trying to keep it close for the majority of the first half and um, and you know as we were going throughout the fourth quarter uh, <laughs> uh it was one of those things where as a knicks fan as usual we we're going up and down this roller coaster thinking oh my god we can actually do it and then like all of a sudden jason tatum would do something that's just like other worldly worldly and just be like damn <laughs> <laughs> we need someone like that in our team. Uh, although we do have him in RJ, uh, in my opinion. Uh, controversial take. Uh, but I believe in RJ. I believe in his upside. I believe in who he could become over the ne- even just over the course of this season. I think he's growing in confidence game by game. And as I said last in the last episode, he's scoring 20-plus points for fun at the moment, which is something definitely not to be dismissed. And... Uh, really, this last performance against the Celtics was um, the first time in nine games that he actually played to his potential for four full quarters. And let's see how many times he can do that for the rest of the season. But, you know, um, as I mentioned, even though we got the moral victory and we played right to the fringes of our potential, um, the Celtics did show their pedigree in the end. Uh, Jalen Brown had a really good game. Um, pretty sure he had almost 20 points. Uh, Jason Tatum, after a quiet first half, reminded our team and the rest of the league why he could be one of the future faces, not just of the Celtics, but of the NBA as a whole. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of the r- rare occasions as a Knicks fan that we got to the end of the game. That ended 133-116. And even though we lost, um, I really did feel like there was a new level of performance that was unlocked. There was some new rotational stuff in terms of who goes into the game and when and for how long. And there was just an overall level of intensity and consistency of performance that I think in watching the game tape back, this could be one of those games that for the rest of the season if our guys need a reminder of what they're capable of as a team they'll look back on this game and say how do we replicate this because honestly bar the celtics having the most incredible shooting uh, three-point shooting performance in their entire franchise history making almost 33 pointers in the game we would have won this game comfortably and it would have been a uh <laughs> like a, a like a landmark uh win for us uh but you know uh, these things happen but uh, also just on a, a side note we also let sam hauser uh look like the best sharpshooter in the league you think he scored a career high of 20 points uh or thereabouts which is kind of insane uh, considering this guy is a fucking nobody and we do have as i mentioned before a tendency to let these random players get their not only their season high but their career high in points against us 
And, you know, on a slightly more critical note, I mean, like us scoring 116 points when our three best players basically played about as well as they possibly could, um, you know, and still losing the game because ultimately our three-point defense kind of let us down. I mean, there was some incredible uh, shot-making by the Celtics, don't get me wrong, but, you know, when you're scoring 116 points on really high efficiency with every everything clicking you can't afford to lose those games it was the it was the defense um, or lack thereof on our end that kind of cost us the game ultimately um, <laughs> even if we had just eliminated uh you know sam hauser <laughs> you know the outcome may have been different um you know tatum's gonna get his points uh jalen green is gonna give a solid performance as he always does but yeah, it was just one of those things. I went to bed, although we took the L, um, feeling hopeful for our future, um, you know, this season and beyond. Uh, I went to bed feeling like we got a glimpse into what this team could be, uh, you know, if they could just be more consistent and bring that type of level of execution and standard of excellence going into every game going forward. And finally went to bed just kind of (laughs) feeling very lucky and blessed to be on this journey with all of you because, I mean, I have been listening back to each one of these episodes and especially in in last night's episode about kind of, you know, trying to bookmark specific things throughout the year and throughout this journey uh, that we're going on together and uh just documenting this and having everything on the record and to be able to look back on the season and the year as a whole is going to be a really interesting experiment or i guess like thought experiment as we continue on this journey together and but yeah that's that's kind of all my thoughts on the game it was absolutely incredible to see you know the guys that we are so invested in the the team like the like see them perform at the level that we know they're capable of and to see them take it to what who actually were before the season started and all their drama kicked in with their now ex-coach uh the the finals favorites like to, to take it to the finals favorites like we did and to play like we did and to leave it all out on the floor i mean that's all you can ask from for your guys or <laughs> What I mean. <laughs> or all you can ask for uh, from your guys, uh, rather. So, great game. Um, I love being a Knicks fan. And uh, let's see if we can ca- carry this momentum into, I think, Tuesday's game against the Minnesota Twin- Timberwolves. So, uh, yeah, let's see. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to re- have the return of Craft Beer Corner. And then a little bit of a ranty rant. So get ready. And we're back. So in an impromptu return of Craft Beer Corner, uh, because I forgot to mention the final of the four beers that I had in Brewdog last night, I just wanted to give them one final shout out for the week um, on their brewed in-house dubstep. Um, It's a black lager uh, that they have just... Um, that they've just put on tap. It's really interesting because uh, dub step, but they've spelled it D-U-B-H as the Irish for black. 
tough. Um, and it's what Kev, hi Kev, if you're listening again, um, what Kev was explaining to me was that it was very similar to kind of the process in making their Lost Lager, one of their staple beers, um, but they just use a slightly darker grain, which changed the con- how it was constituted a little bit and kind of had an effect on the overall mouthfeel and aftertaste and uh, obviously affected the color of the beer itself. Uh, Leon, if you're listening, I think you'd really like this one. Uh, it's still a lager, so it's it's more it's less crafty than some of the other options that was mentioned uh, in the last episode. But uh, it also because it has that kind of dark grain, um, it has a bit of a stouty aftertaste. So um, I would kind of stake my beer recommendation reputation on you trying this. Uh, the next time that we get to go to Brewdog or that I drag you there to beat you again in Shuffleboard. <laughs> uh, but I, I do genuinely think you'd like it. And I, I think it's one of those uh, brewed in-house that would probably catch on and be super popular. And I hope it's a staple on the Brewdog menu for you know the foreseeable future because it was absolutely insane. It was so good. Um, so that's all uh, the love and attention that Brewdog are going to get from the Irish Knicks fan podcast for this week. Uh, God knows they've got enough. But uh, yeah, try out the dubstep uh, next time you are in the Brewdog Dublin outpost. So with that said, I'm going to finish off this podcast with a little bit of um, pretty decent feedback that I got from um, a very, very important person close to me. Um that they re-listened to the last episode and they thought that, you know, this constant apology that I'm putting it forward uh, <laughs> for, you know, all this Knicks talk and saying, hey, you know, if you don't care about the Knicks, here's everything else that you might be interested in and kind of uh, maybe make me look, made me look at it in a slightly different perspective because when we were talking about the potential US expansion of the Irish Knicks fan podcast and everything else that we're looking to build as part of this journey that we're going on together. Um, you know, um, one of the things that keeps coming up is this idea of carving out a specific niche um, you know, and that yes, we want to ap- appear, you know, or kind of appeal to a wider audience, but we also want to make sure that we don't lose the essence of what is the Irish Knicks fan podcast. I mean, it's called that for a reason. Uh, you know, we do obviously want to cover a myriad of different topics and make sure that it's not so basketball heavy that if you have zero investment that you just can't even, you know, tune in. But, you know, this is who we are and this is what we care about. This is, you know, just to take more ownership of it. This is what I care about. You know, and as I mentioned in the last episode, I hope that even by kind of sprinkling in some Knicks talk in each episode, it kind of slowly opens the door for anybody that has even the slightest bit of curiosity as to why um, there are so many crazy Knicks fans in the world. And as I said, like the ultimate goal would be to get some of you guys, uh, you know, wearing Knicks hats, wearing Knicks t-shirts, like like following along with us, uh, watching the games, maybe even to, into the second half of the season or please God into the playoffs. Uh, you know, one of the best compliments that I can get 
uh, you know, as we go on this journey together will be if any of you could come up to me in the real world and say, you know what, I didn't give a shit about basketball before, but because of your passion and because of what you're putting out in the world and because of how you're showing up, it actually made me curious. I checked it out and now I'm 100% bought in and I'm right here with you. So this let this be the uh, PSA that we'll no longer be apologizing for Nick's talk in the Irish Knicks fan podcast <laughs> it is kind of in the name uh, <laughs> and central to what we are and and where we're going uh, and what we try what we're trying to do and what we want to put out into the world so yeah thank you for that feedback uh, you know who you are um, and uh, yeah let's just uh, put that into practice going forward um, because honestly uh, this is quite a vulnerable thing to commit to uh, I, I talk about this a lot, but I just I just wanted to be, you know, as open and honest and transparent with this process as possible. I mean, I even had a bit of a fuck up yesterday where I posted a video um, and got a little too ahead of myself, uh, gave the podcast a shout out on TikTok, but actually referred to the wrong episode uh, and had to delete it and had like a momentary oh god like um you know in like imposter syndrome moment being like do you even fucking know what you're doing <laughs> um also i mean yes uh i'm taking it as a badge of honor that this is going to be the third podcast recorded in three days and that friday and saturday uh, re resulted in podcasts being recorded published and shared with the world after 9 p.m uh because you know we made a promise um you know well i did i made the promise to myself and to you guys that we would stick to the schedule um but i have to admit it's it's still pretty scary um you know things are moving and and for those of you that have listened to the last episode i mean things like the wheels are in motion there are going to be some incredible things uh, and experiences that we're going to get to share together and um, there are some huge things coming for the irish next fan podcast and for the Irish Knicks fan family as a whole. Um, but <laughs> um, I'm still a little bit, I'm not quite sure, uh, or I guess not quite comfortable, like fully comfortable in, you know, uh, this podcast as an outlet for myself. Like I honestly had many, many, many moments, uh, you know, in recording last night's episode where I thought, Jesus, is this just a rambly pile of shite, basically? <laughs> and really, uh, you know, uh, considered not even publishing it um, because I was just so tired. I mean, you know, full disclosure, the last like eight minutes or so, I think I recorded it with my eyes closed because I was trying to, you know, summon the last of the energy that I had uh, to get my point across. So when I hit publish and I it's this new fear that I've unlocked is you know clearly it's it's or maybe it's not new it's it's tied to the previous kind of uh imposter syndrome uh feelings that I, that are kind of I guess a, a like reoccurring from things that haven't worked out in the past or that have been tied to some negative experiences that clearly um are lingering somewhere uh, and 
just making me question things, even though I know my intention is pure, and even though I even though I know that this is probably as authentic and as true to myself as I have been in public, uh, and I'm sharing this not only with my inner circle but with like the world and. Um, and like as we continue to grow and as these in-person events uh, start to scale and as our U.S. expansion begins to happen and all the different things that we have planned, there's going to be more and more um, pressure perceived or otherwise on me to, um, you know, keep operating at this level and at this higher frequency. And sometimes that's a little scary, right? Like uh, there's part of me that... Um, which is I could kind of build some kind of business where I don't have to be the front man and that I could just kind of be the number two or number three. And that kind of builds the business, builds the systems, like creates all the workflows and feedback loops that make the business run, but have somebody else be that number one out in the front, uh, front line. But, you know, um, that just doesn't seem to be how I can operate, even though it would be way easier. And um, I do think that that's probably a little bit of the reason why we changed from the Tribeca uh, selfie uh, in the original couple of episodes to our now fully branded Irish Knicks fan uh, logo art uh, for the, you know, for, for the episodes and for all our socials, because it, it was kind of daunting to just have my face <laughs> attached to this whole thing. Um, but, you know, um, I think that this is going to be a continuous process. It's the same reason why um, I love, you know, my 45 minutes on the stairs uh, every single uh, workout, because I break it into you know, five minute meditation intervals and really kind of get to this like deep flow state um, where, you know, I'll snap out of it and uh, there'll be 38 minutes of the 45 are already gone and I, d I didn't even feel it pass. Um, I kind of feel like there's moments in when I'm recording these podcasts that I feel the same way. Maybe not as easy for me to get into a flow state, but once it happens uh i feel like we have at least moments of greatness that have been recorded and are now on record as we build and grow and scale um but yeah there's still that little bit voice in the back of my head saying nobody's gonna care you know <laughs> nobody's gonna give a shit what are you doing like who do you think you are like i i just want to be honest that those thoughts are still present and it's um, still hard sometimes for me to overcome that uh, but we'll fight through it together and I'll continue to post and you'll be continuing to hear the crazy Irish Knicks fan himself uh, you know um, ranting and raving about his guys all season long uh, and as I feel kind of compelled to share any, about anything else that's going on in my life or anything else that I'm currently focusing my attention and energy on, like this will be the platform in which I'll be sharing that with you guys. So, uh, you know, stay tuned and, and there's lots more to come in the future. Um, the final thing I would mention before signing off is that, um, you know, it was a little strange. I sat in Starbucks this morning and uh, 
realized that they had their Christmas cups out already on the 6th of November. Like, calm down, Starbucks. <laughs> but, you know, um, I, I think that it's, uh, like, in a way, I kind of like it because at the end of the day, we've had a rough couple of years with COVID and everything else that we've all been through um, individually and collectively. And maybe this is the year that we kind of stretch out that magic Christmas feeling for as long as possible. Maybe we deserve to have that like bliss and joy and happiness um, like as for as long as humanly possible in the lead up to Christmas this year. It's going to be a really special Christmas for me um, for a number of reasons. But I don't know. I just think that like <sighs> it's like this whole idea again of like delayed gratification. I mean, I didn't really uh, articulate it as well as I wanted to in previous episodes that the big thing about Sober October, for example, was not only, you know, operating at the level where I kind of, excuse me, um, where I kind of got to the point where I almost didn't recognize myself in a good way. And that like, I didn't think it would be possible for me to work out, you know, every day for 30 plus days. It, and it was, I didn't think it would be possible to like completely cut out all distractions and just focus on this mission that was so much bigger than myself and not have any lapses um for the entire month or 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 you know i didn't realize that the purity and the the frequency that i was able to establish and maintain for the whole year i didn't read or the whole year jesus i wish uh the whole month would, would be possible um but it was and the big thing that kind of uh that was missing from that rant too um in previous episodes was like the sacrifice you know not just of the alcohol but of the of the social interaction of having the option you know to just go out and create new memories with friends and and uh, you know just closer people to in your life and and uh, just like completely removing this whole experience now don't get me wrong i know that you can definitely go out and, and create these kind of uh, memories uh, you know, minus alcohol, but it's, it helps sometimes. And, and, and to have it, I, and the thing is, it wasn't just that it was like literally the fact that for the whole month, it was just work, uh, working out podcasts. It's like basically beer, basketball and business, uh, minus the, minus the beer, <laughs> but, um, you know, still, um, it was an opportunity for me to step into this, I guess, this higher version of myself. The, the, like, what was, if my best self was operating for a month, you know, what was, <laughs> what would that look like? You know, how would I feel about myself? How would I feel about the day? Hey, what would my energy levels be like? You know, would I have any revelations, you know, during the process? And let's not, you know, overlook the fact that it was the clarity and the space that was created by Sober October that ultimately led to me finally putting this podcast podcast out into the world. So, but that's, you know, um, apart from that, it, you know, even, sorry, with that said, it, it uh, 
there was like every single time I go to press publish on these new episodes, I still have that voice in my head a little bit. Um, you know, just basically questioning if, if this is something that anybody would ever care about or that I even am worthy of putting something like this out into the world and, and, you know, everything that will come along with this becoming a success. Like, is that something that I deserve? Uh, I mean, the answer is yes, you know, and that is the answer for all of you that are striving to put something out into the world. Of course, you know, I'm always going to push an abundance mindset on this podcast. I'm always going to, you know, show up in the world as though, you know, everything I want has already happened. Time just hasn't caught up to it yet. But it just means that it, I just wanted to make the point that sometimes I still have those moments where I doubt myself and um, where I feel the need to, for example, over apologize like like constantly for, you know, putting out Nick's related content when my audience is 74 percent based in Ireland and probably mostly don't care about that. But like this is what I am this is who I am this is what I care about like this is why I get excited to do this is is because like basketball and the Knicks specifically is like it's like the closest thing to like a religion that <laughs> that I have in my life you know it's something that like I really care about like deep down in my bones and I hope that that comes across when you know when you guys are actually kind of listening to the next portion of each episode and by not putting that out there and by making this more of just a you know craft beer and basket and, and business related podcast i mean i could do that but then i'd be denying a certain part of myself that i wanted to share with the world and ultimately us carving this specific niche of people who care about those three things maybe not equally and um, but again that's part of the reason why i say beer basketball and business and not necessarily in that order is because i want to maintain the essence of what we're building but also maintain the flexibility of you know i guess what we're putting out there and 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 like the motivations behind it can shift and everything like we're this is a moving target Everything is, everything that we're building right now is a moving target. Nothing is set in stone. Nothing is promised. So, you know, brick by brick, episode by episode, step by step, we're going to build this. Um, it's the same reason why I love my stairs so much. I meant to mention that is like, this is a continuous, the continuous repetition of putting one foot in front of the other in the faith that you will get to where you need to be. And, uh, that's what I'm doing here with this podcast. So even if uh, even if basketball related content isn't your thing, fuck it. Um, I was gonna say, I was gonna say fuck you, and I thought that was a bit aggressive, and I I pulled back. But you know, even if that is not your thing, and uh, that's why we cover these other topics on here. Um, I you know if if even if you know, craft beer isn't your thing, uh, or even if kind of business systems, human optimization, and all the other stuff that we like to pontificate about here on this podcast, um, all those things outside of basketball, even, you know, this is meant to be just an outlet for the Irish Knicks fan podcast and the Irish Knicks fan family as a whole to just hang out. And uh, I often 
do have a number of podcasts that I do listen to myself that like could maybe be discussing something that I don't care about um, or that, you know, or I, that I don't have an, uh, let's, let's, let's use better language. <laughs> uh, like they might be talking about something that I don't have an invested interest in, but I'm invested in the person. I'm invested, I'm invested in how they articulate things. I'm invested in just like wanting to hang out with them. And uh, so that's all I ask is that from now on, I'm not going to apologize ever again for putting out mixed related content. Um, and I hope that going forward, you'll just want to hang out with me. So um, with that said, guys, uh, that's it for this episode. And uh, until next time, let's go Knicks.